We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Unsuspecting stranger had better know the truth of wrong from right. Cause the eyes of the ranger are upon you. Any wrong you do, he's gonna see. Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. My name is Bo Matthews, Mark Cox, obviously at CPAC this past week, so he's not on the show. But I grabbed my partner from uh, St. Louis Talks, Ryan Recker, to join us on this first segment anyway. Uh, talk about this song. Carl Middleman, our executive producer. Pew, pew. <laughs> you told me that Ryan was coming in to talk about his big Chuck Norris energy. Yes. So I played the theme from Walker, <laughs> Texas Ranger. Can you, can you feel the energy? You know, Ryan Record doesn't do push-ups. He pushes the earth down like Chuck Norris. Wow. Yeah. You know I don't that. know where you heard that. You know what's up? <laughs> that reminds me of uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. I think there's more people that admire the show, even though they've never seen it. I don't remember that theme song at all. I've seen the show, but I don't remember it. Here's the thing. They had eight seasons of Walker. They had a different theme every year. Oh, Why? Well, because that one, Chuck sang on it. <laughs> oh, that was Chuck Norris singing? That was singing. Chuck singing. Oh, wow. That's so smart. I heard once uh, Danny Elfman, who does a ton of soundtracks. Simpsons. Simpsons is a big one of his. And I remember him mentioning that one of the saving graces for him is because at the start of the Simpsons theme, he says, The Simpsons. And that puts you in a different class with the union. And because that they air that, he gets uh, health check. insurance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he says, that keeps me in health insurance because I'm on television all all the time because of my voice, the Simpsons. If it was just the orchestra, he wouldn't have got that benefit. Do you know? And I think I've shared this with you because Ryan's all you know enamored that I was the voice of the watermelon for Shop and Save commercials. Yes. I did two commercials for him. They paid me for two years mm-hmm. for just those two sessions. I was like, <laughs> come on! And then when Shop and Save went under, I'm like, oh no! Did you ever meet the animator? Uh, I never did. Oh. Because yeah. you know, there's somebody out there that says, "Oh, well, I animate. I put the eyes and made and did that along with Bo's <laughs> yeah, voice." Yeah, but I'm the voice. Yes, it was for great. Total value. Anyway, uh, so Ryan, I wanted you to come in on the show uh, because you are a, a father of young children. You're mm-hmm. a husband. You uh, you know live in this city, and uh, you also are a supporter of our Second Amendment rights, mm-hmm. and uh, you believe in safely storing a firearm in right. case something were to go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, what 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 is your firearm? Can we talk about it? Yeah. I just have a small 22, and the reason that I have a smaller gun is because my dad put it in my head, and he said, you know, you got a family, 
if you're going to go around and defend your house, the last thing you want is a bullet going through the wall and accidentally striking one of your kids while they're sleeping or your wife or whatever it is. That's a good point. You get a smaller gun. That'll be enough to scare someone away or at least defend yourself if you got a pretty good aim. And you say that's the way to do it. So if if you really are in a scenario where you have to fire it, this is the safest way to do it. So, uh, that's a good idea. I've yeah. heard the same thought on uh, shotguns as well. If it's not you know buckshot, yeah. that could go through drywall. Uh, birdshot. A lot of people will load their shotguns with birdshot because mm-hmm. it, again, is not yeah. dead. I mean, it's deadly for birds, obviously, but, I mean, it'll just, you know, tick somebody off. Um, so that that's a good thing. But um, ha- have you ever, you know, had heard the bump in the night at 3 a.m.? Only once. Two times, actually. And, so, wh- and tell, tell well, us about that. One time I was in Fort Wayne, and I heard what sounded like someone kicking the side of my house, the mm. rental I was in. Scared me, and this was before we had kids. It was just my wife and my dog. So we went through the plan, and I discussed this with my wife before. I said, if something happens, happens, this is what we do. So I looked at her and said, okay, this is what we're going to, you know what to do. And I don't want to say what the plan is out loud. But right, but you've, you've already said, you've already had that conversation. Yes. Yeah, wow. you have to. So That's awesome. It's, it's almost like people say you have to have an exit plan if there's a fire in sure. your house. you got to have a plan if someone's breaking in, if you have a firearm and you're planning to use it. It's almost the exact same thing because you don't want people to get hurt. And you got to know what other people are doing because you don't want to accidentally shoot someone. So um, I looked around and I hurried up. I grabbed the gun and I was walking around the house and I remember... I wasn't trembling or shaking, but I was scared. Like, yeah. I, I might have to use this. And I'm walking around with the dog, and the dog doesn't know what's going on. But I feel if the dog saw something, then I would know. Absolutely. And Absolutely. If, and that's the case. That was my warning sign. And I went through the entire house and saw nothing. So I go and look out the front window, and there's a bunch of other people looking around. It was just one of those mysterious bumps that people had no idea what it was. And you ever had neighborhoods that get a shake and they are like, that's weird. Yeah. It was oh, yeah. one of those deals. It, it affected everyone, but it felt like it was just the house I was renting. So I, it might have been an earthquake. Yeah, it could have been an earthquake That's what I was saying. I had one of those happen in the middle of the night, and, and I literally went to Google and, and said, did you hear that? Uh-huh. To Google, mm-hmm. and, it, and it bounced back with the, uh, uh, the, the organization that does the- SETI? The, the, the uh, seismic, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the earthquake at Lindbergh. SETI's Lindber- the alien thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who's an alien No invasion. Bubba Fett stuff here <laughs> right. um but it was uh it was the earthquake at like 141 in jeff county it, yeah. it was a small one mm-hmm. but i mean it was like oh i heard it i felt it i'm like what was didn't that didn't know what that was and then you get into self-defense mode because you don't want to play around yeah. usgs what was the other one second time was here in st louis when i was doing the overnight show on kmox i drove home get into the house everything and you know you're getting ready for bed at that point and then i get an alert on my phone there's a ring and i see a car pull into my driveway and i'm thinking someone followed me home so i i tell my wife all right i wake her up and i say all right we got to do this and she goes and does what she needs to. I grab the gun, and I'm walking around the house. And like the dummy I am, I realized that the video was delayed, and it was me pulling into my own driveway. <laughs> you didn't recognize the car? No. Oh, because great. it was Just delayed. saw the headlights. Well, that's the thing. When you go into the house, your phone gets on your mm-hmm. Wi-Fi, and there's like a little intermediate period where, you know, your phone's kind of on the cell phone, not on the cell phone. So it delayed the video alert from Ring. Sure, sure. Mm. And I was like, all I did was see car pulling in, and I immediately jumped into action. It's a good thing you didn't so, shoot yourself. It's a good thing. But there I am ready but to But you wouldn't have house. found anybody. <laughs> no, I wasn't. And I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, what is this? And I'm, it was um, a scary moment. But luckily, I've never had to use it, and I Oof. hope I don't. But yeah, absolutely. one yeah. of the other big things is you have to be mentally prepared, too, if you're going to defend your family. And that's that's one of the hardest things because you don't know mentally where you'll be in that moment. But you have to be prepared for that. I'm so glad you mentioned the plan because we have a fire plan. 
But I don't think we've ever had an emergency, you know, active shooter, uh, entry, burglar, uh, plan my wife and I. We just know where the guns are. We both mm-hmm. do. And we're ready to roll that way. But to have a plan, I love that. So I'm thinking people that are hearing this are going, okay, here's what I need to tell my family. Please. And, and I've said to this myself mentally, too. It, and it's so tough because you say you don't know what you're going to do and it'd be difficult to take another person's life. But I keep thinking, I don't know if I'd be able to live with myself if I could have intervened mm-hmm. and let's say my family members got hurt because of that. That would be harder to live with than taking someone else's life. Absolutely. So, Stand your ground. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Okay. Well, Ryan, thanks for joining us for this segment of Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. All right. Coming up on the program, we've got uh, the pub crawl that is going to benefit the Freedom 13. We'll talk to Mark Schmitz, the father of Jared Schmitz. Uh, coming up, plus uh, the big flea market at Six Flags. You don't want to miss out on next weekend. We've got all the information you need there. This segment is brought to you by Razorback Armory, the gun concierge of St. Louis. They will get you what you are after. Go to RazorbackArmory.com. Start there. Call them. Make an appointment. Go on in. You will love your experience. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. tell you a story about the house went blue. I come home one Friday, had to tell the landlady I done lost my job. She said, that don't confront me, long as I get my money next Friday. Now next Friday I come, I didn't get the rent, and out the door I went. It is Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, and uh, we've got a lot going on this weekend. Here in St. Louis and around the world, we're all paying attention to the headlines in Ukraine and Russia, and it's heartbreaking because that's uh, that's what uh, this week is wrapping up with, the uh, beginning of this war, and uh, we'll be talking more about that. But uh, you know what? I want to take you back to August of last year in uh, Kabul, Afghanistan. Uh, we all remember the, uh, the 13 uh, that we lost of our forces, and it was so sad. And uh, and I've got to I've got to tell you that I've I've paid attention to the Schmitz family and what they have done to turn this into a positive, and uh, our guest on Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors is Mark Schmitz, the father of uh, uh, Marine Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz. Uh, sir, welcome to our program. How are you today? Doing well. Thank you for having me. This uh, this is uh, one of these things that uh, you just don't want to stop talking about uh, because this is uh, your life and your son's life, and uh, I'm so proud of what you and your family have done uh, to this point to to remember Jared and uh, the other members that we lost on that uh, that frightful day. Um, but before we get into what's going on this weekend, um, was your heart as broken as I was this morning when we heard about uh, Russia into Ukraine? Absolutely. It terrifies the hell out of me. I, you know, 
even if our forces are never involved directly in any of the conflicts, you know, you, your heart just breaks for, for the, for the soldiers from other countries that are involved. I mean, these are brothers and sisters and fathers and mothers, you know, and it, it just, it tears me apart to see this happening. And, and, and yeah, and I, I, I certainly, uh, you know, I heard about, you know, oh, we're going to put sanctions on them and we're going to, you know, do diplomatic measures. Uh, when you hear 200,000 forces at a, at a, at a, at a border, um, it, it doesn't seem like they were just going to show up for practice. Um, but, uh, and, and that's sad. I'm, I'm a military brat. My daughter served three tours in Iraq. And, uh, I want to let you know that, uh, that our family has been praying for your family, but let's talk about the Freedom 13, this organization you put together last year in honor of your son and the others. Uh, tell us about how this came together. When, what was the genesis of going, okay, we got to do something now, uh, now that we lost our son? Yeah, I mean, when you're faced with, with what we had to go through and, and the loss of Jared, you know, you have a decision to make. You know, you can either stay depressed the rest of your life. Sure. Um, or you can turn a positive in, or a negative into a positive, and, and we chose the latter. We have a deep faith in God, and we know we'll hear it again someday. And um, he was, he stood for helping people and, and making a difference in this world. And I feel like, uh, unfortunately, he dropped his torch by by leaving us. So I picked it up, and and uh, we found a new mission in life, and that's to help our veterans and their families. Um, we feel, and this is certainly not a political statement, but no matter who's in office, our veterans are not treated the way they should be. And, and, the, and the families too, right, Mark? I mean, right. you know, uh, uh, wives and daughters and, you know, family, sisters, brothers, it's all that uh, that, yep. are, that hurt after, certainly after just a deployment, but then certainly more after a loss like this. That is absolutely correct. And we feel it's our mission. If the government's not going to step up and do it, then we the people need to do it. You know, these people... Uh, anybody who served in this country, as far as I'm concerned, is a hero. You know that that takes guts to to volunteer to defend this nation, and that's a that's a debt that I feel we can't even ever repay. But we're going to do everything we can to try, uh, and so that's why we started this nonprofit. Um, it, it's also my therapy, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, um, I, I get that. I get that. <laughs> it makes me feel good every day to wake up, and then I, I see Jared's uh, portrait. I have it right behind my office desk here and i see it every morning i say good morning i say good night right and he's with me every day i feel him but um you know it makes us feel good to be able to try to do some help for these guys and and their families and so we have already donated a hundred thousand dollars in cooperation with veterans community project to build two tiny homes out of 50 that they're going to be building down in st louis i love that and this is yeah their, their program is incredible and I took one look at it. I'm like, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel here. These guys have got it figured out. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, right. No, that's what you do. You team up with others. You've had right. uh, over $325,000 donated to the Freedom 13 Project and uh, and over 2,300 like-minded uh, Americans that are, are supporting you. Plus, you have uh, nine angel contributors. What can you say about them? Any Anything? Uh, you got to love angel donors. I mean, <laughs> these guys really come in and just make a huge difference. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that we can change. There's a lot of things we can't. And then unfortunately money makes things happen. And, and so we're relying on, on, a, this is a numbers game, you know, yeah. we're, we're relying on the patriotism of, of Americans to step up and donate every small dime. Uh, you know, it all, it all adds up. And, and uh, Mark, what is, what is an angel contributor? What does that mean for those that may not know that may want to be an angel contributor? So, for example, we had a gala um, shortly after Jared 
was uh, was killed. Yeah. And they had uh, auctions, and we raised, I think it was $75,000. An angel donor came in and literally doubled and matched every single donation. Wow. So they took it from 75000 to 150000 in one night. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's a wonderful uh, – a wonderful gesture. Uh, there's a lot of big name corporations out there. I'm sure they could certainly use tax write offs and sure. a better way to <laughs> to get that than to help out our veterans and their families. And a lot of those people in those corporate positions have served in the military or family have served and understand uh, yep. what what the great loss is. But uh, so I, I, I'm I'm just curious. Uh, was it your idea or was it your wife's idea to do this project? <laughs> as far as the the nonprofit, yes. Uh, it was a mutual thing. I I, I kind of came up with it, and bounced it off of her. She loved the idea. Awesome. She's a little bit concerned because I run two businesses already. She has her own, and you know, essentially, this would be a third business for me and a second for her. But of course, you know, we're we're happy as hell to do it. Um, it's far more re- rewarding than my regular day job. You know, uh, you know, of- and, oh. and talking to the circle of people I know, I think we may have a lot of mutual friends in uh, the real estate industry because you're a, a photographer, a videographer, drone. You run, you know how to run a drone, huh? Oh yeah, my <laughs> wife says it. Go play with your toys. I said, "Hey, it's paying the bills, so. <laughs> yeah, right?" And it's a write-off. That's what that's what I say to my wife when it's new technology. Um, and yeah. and how is that business going for you in this crazy real estate market? Let's just touch on this before we get to the big event. Well, um, it's going well. Uh, the market's crazy, as you know. Yeah. Uh, people are, <laughs> are listing their houses, and people are bidding over what their values are. You know, because people are desperate to get into get into something new. So. Sure, sure. But you uh, haven't had a chance to slow down at all, right? Nah, I mean, there's the winter times are slow time, so it's always kind of a welcome thing, to be honest with you. It just gives you a little reprieve, but yeah. um, we always pick back up again in spring, summer, and fall, and then we always have that lull in the winter. But the market's still hot, certainly. It's just all the holidays and then the cold weather, of course, kind of slows things down a little it's bit. Crazy. But, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you got the energy to uh, put your feet on the floor every morning, you and your wife, uh, to take yeah. on this other mission, which is, uh, you know, I, I, I look at my, my uh, screen time analysis for each week and I'm looking at my phone. I've got 44 hours from last week. I'm like, that's a whole nother full-time job. So you probably have two extra jobs that you didn't real about, realize that you had. Um, well, it's just sleep, you know, who needs it? So. <laughs> yeah, really? Oh, what's that? Um, right. Mark Schmitz is our guest, uh, the father of Marine Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz, who we uh, lost uh, last August. Uh, and I was all, I was in the field, actually, on the day of the funeral procession, and I was right near uh, the entrance to uh, Jefferson Barracks. And I'll tell you, it was uh, the most somber thing I've ever been a part of. And uh, so many people are praying for you. And so many people have heard about what's going on this weekend, Mark. But uh, let's start with those that uh, have heard about the pub crawl and are thinking, yeah, it's too cold. I'm not going to make it. You are selling merchandise that is also going to benefit the Freedom13.org project. Let's talk about those that can't make it first. And then we're going to talk about the details of the event this weekend. So how can people uh, help? Um, They can either just donate cash or buy merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. We have QR codes on all of our flyers. You can go to the website. There's direct donation links there. Um, the merchandise we did was just the first annual uh, Marine Lance Corporal Jared Schmidt's pub crawl. We're going to do this every single year and try to double our participation level. Um, you can donate from your from your home. You know, there's a lot of people that have just felt it necessary to go ahead and, and buy him a virtual drink. Sure, sure, uh, that's so creative. Bars will take their donations as well. So I get it. The, the weather can be a bit sloppy, but I think we're going to be okay for tomorrow and 
and uh, and Friday. Oh, uh, I think the whole weekend is going to be fantastic. Um, so so yeah. there's a portal on the website, uh, Freedom 13. Well, uh, actually, let me go back to the original, thefreedom13.org. You can go there. You can donate just straight cash. Uh, right to it and support this mission uh, for this project. Uh, again, so much money has been donated, but we need more because the projects that you guys are doing is fantastic, like the homes and uh, and the different programs. Uh, so you can donate cash. But if, you know, because people love their t-shirts and their their hoodies uh you have a great selection of memorabilia and merchandise that you can purchase that will again assist in the uh, the freedom 13 program that's going on but let's talk about the event it's going to be a whole weekend uh how can people get involved and be a part of jared's 21st birthday um memorial pub crawl so his birthday is Friday. Uh, there have been some bars that have already started this and have been going since the middle of the month. Uh, some are actually going to take this to the end of the month, and some others are even running this promotion all year long. Love that. Most of them, however, are just doing this weekend. If you go to a participating uh, bar or restaurant, we have a live Google map that you can click that link on our website. Um, I might add, I think our top header link is not working correctly, but if you scroll down the page to events, you'll see more information under uh, the 21st, I'm sorry, the, t- the 25th um, of February. You click that, that'll take you to the handy link that has everything on it, the merchandise, the, the live Google map, all of it. Okay. That Google map will show you who's participating in the uh, in the pub crawl, and it shows when you click on a certain pinpoint, it'll tell you what they're doing. You know, it's, most of them are go in and you buy, you just tell them, I want to buy Jared a drink. I want to buy that hero a drink. I yeah. want to buy that Marine a drink. And that money is then turned donated to the, the nonprofit. Uh, the merchandise, again, there's hoodies, T-shirts, crewnecks. Um, we have that line going right now. Once this pub crawl is over, we will release a whole new line, which will have baseball hats. And uh, those will be geared towards the Freedom 13 with the names of, of our 13 heroes that we lost. Um yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, it is. No, you you should be very proud. And and you know, I I remember m- several images that went viral um, after this horrible uh, situation in Afghanistan, which took the lives of our heroes, uh, of people that had thirteen shots on a on a bar or you know 13 you know beers uh, on a table there was a place down south in jeffco that uh, that had that uh, case and bucks uh, was the place like right away and then that went viral across the country but this way buying jared a drink is actually going to help your your project and and what you guys are doing which i think is fantastic i mean it's just so creative and again you don't even have to be there you could you could do it virtually online which is fine but if you want to be a part of it let's let's talk about some of the places that are involved that that people can head to uh, this weekend to buy Jared a drink. So Friendship Brewing, who is responsible for creating those uh, Jared beer cans. I don't know if you've seen those or not. but No. Uh, those were, <laughs> what? Those were a huge <laughs> hit. Yeah, they're 16-ounce beers, and it's wrapped with Jared's uh, formal Marine photo. My and goodness. It's, uh, to the honor of Jared, and oh, they're beautiful. I've got, obviously, cases of them for myself, <laughs> but um those can be purchased at several locations and friendship is the one that put that together uh, mascots all of the hot shots um bread holes i mean you name it there's there are a ton and, and this has gotten so much bigger than just st louis we're now in 25 states uh so obviously next year's goal will be in all 50 states but um the, the local community here has just been so wonderful um when you go to the map and look at it you'll have to zoom in because there's 
just a ton. Um, okay, and, in Charles County. and where where can we find that map uh, uh, to to you know find out which places people can go to? So the easiest way is go to the freedom13.org, then scroll down to the events section. You'll see a, uh, in red it says more info. Click on that. That'll take you to a new link, and that'll have the, the Google map in there for you. Okay, okay. Now, um, have you been in communication with the other families of the other uh, heroes that we lost? On a daily basis. Uh, oh, really? Home, yeah, others I talk to at least weekly. But And how are, how are they doing? Because you, you seem really strong. Um, are, are they doing okay? Some are, some are not. Yeah. Um, I I can only speculate, but I think it's our faith in God that gets us through this. Amen. Um, you know, we wake up every day knowing that he served his purpose on this earth and God called him home and we'll see him again. But I think other families aren't of that mindset. And so they have that lost feeling, you know, your, their son or daughter is gone and they can't wrap their head around why or how could this be? Um and there's nothing that they look forward to because they don't believe like we do. So right, right. I, that's, all, that's all I can imagine. You got to have that hope. Everybody handles grief differently. Sure. So, you know, I'm not here to judge. But. No, 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 no. I get it. I get that. Um, now, are, are you guys, uh, uh, are you doing, you said you're doing pub crawls in all, in, in 25 states right now. Is that also with these other families or is this just your network just spreading? It's just my network spreading. Um, when we started the nonprofit, we put it out there to the other families if they wanted to be part of it. Sure. They could essentially have a GSA, a general service area, like a chapter in their area. Um, so far, nobody has come on board, which is okay. You know, again, that's their prerogative. And I think one or two of them actually started their own nonprofits. But um, yeah, this is just spread. I mean, I've been on Fox and Friends in the morning. I've seen you, buddy. Yeah, I've seen you. Yeah, and that, that's helped uh, tremendously getting the word out. But, you know, it's all about keeping these kids' names alive and, and people remembering them and not forgetting. Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you, I, I, when I, I lost my mom uh, uh, to cancer when she was 40. I was 18. And I remember somebody telling me that uh, you die twice. You die when you die, but then you die when people stop talking about you or stop saying your name. Right. And this is a way to keep that going. Um, you know, there's an organization called Six String Heroes, Mark, that I wanted to tell you that their motto is uh, no soldier comes back unharmed. And uh, even the ones that do make it back and, you know, are able to maybe just start a family or whatever, there's still issues going on. My daughter, 100% disabled from the military service she did. Uh, tell me about your connection with the PTSD support that you've been doing um, through your, you know, Freedom 13. We are getting introduced to a lot of wonderful organizations. I very much look forward to partnering up with many of them, yeah. um, sending them people that we connect with and vice versa. Um, I know that we haven't touched on this yet in this conversation, but we were donated two and a half acres of riverfront property. I just read that. Yeah. yeah. So we're putting approximately 20 houses in down there. Uh, that'll serve as a retreat for veterans. So again, with uh, connections with some of these other organizations. I hope that we can team up. But the purpose there is, is not transitional housing or permanent housing. It's for any veteran anywhere in the country, free to use for a week at a time. Absolutely. So it would be like an Airbnb. You know, you, you call set an appointment. We book the, the room, the, the cabin for you, <clears throat> and then you stay there for a week. And, and it literally has no charge. Man, you are uh, we covering a lot of bases. Yeah, we'll open it up to the public as well for one or two weeks out of every month. Let them use it as an actual paid Airbnb type setup. And that that money raised from the rentals will then in turn keep the lights on. That's so great. 
Well, wow, there's we're so looking many, forward to that. But. There's so many therapies that uh, can be done, whether it's music, like I mentioned, with Six String Heroes. Uh, service dogs are also a big a big deal. They've learned so much that uh, how much a, a, a pet can do, a therapy dog can do for a veteran. And your, your organization has even teamed up with uh, some of those organizations, correct? Yeah, we've donated some money already to uh, Dogs That Help, their, uh, their service dog training facility. Um, that's what I love about our nonprofit by advice of my attorney. He says, keep your mission statement extremely broad. Yeah. And so that's exactly what we did by saying we're going to help veterans and their families. That's the huge umbrella that allows us that maybe in five years, we want to go after the service dogs or maybe we want to target nothing but PTSD or amputees or what have you. I mean, we can do just about anything we want that helps these veterans. And so that therefore the relationships we forge with these other organizations that are doing wonderful things, we can, team up with just about anybody right you know over time absolutely so, power in numbers safety in numbers right absolutely all right well uh, I, I just saw on your facebook page that razorback armory who's a client of mine and a sponsor of this show is uh, involved as well uh bo bowen posted something uh, uh less than an hour ago about that i uh, got off the phone with the owner jesse who's a good buddy of mine so uh you got a lot of people coming together and that's what this conversation was about mark you did a great job explaining what the what the organization's doing and buddy i wish you a ton of luck uh, this weekend, as we uh, take off on the uh, the first ever um, the first ever pub crawl in honor of Jared uh, Schmidt's birthday, uh, which he would be twenty one, just a baby, but still yep. a badass hero. And uh, we thank you for raising a good man. Thank you. All right, uh, the freedom thirteen dot org is the website that'll take you to all the places you need to know if you want to be part of the pub crawl in person. Get to it. If not, you can do it virtually and make a donation at this uh, wonderful organization. And again, uh, Mark Schmitz, uh, my my guest, father of Marine Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz, a true hero that we lost back in August. Uh, Mark, good luck this weekend, and and really keep your heart happy and and keep that hope alive. Okay, sir. God bless you. Thank you. You too, man. All right, we've got more to go on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Another chance to get out. Now, usually when we say Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, we're talking about getting out, going hiking, going hunting, uh, do something like that. Uh, Does flea markets count? I think they do, and uh, there's a huge one coming up. It's a one-time-a-year event, and it's at Six Flags. It's in the parking lot at Six Flags. If you've never, ever, ever been to this, this is one you really hope for good weather because it's been iffy sometimes, uh, but it's happening next weekend on the parking lot of Six Flags. It is so cool, and it benefits the Eureka Chamber of Commerce, which is a great organization, but that giant flea market, we're going to hear all about it coming up on Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Stay right there. I want one bourbon, one scotch, one beer, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. I'm gonna pop some tags in my pocket I'm hunting totally my favorite it is uh, Macklemore and thrift shop and yeah Ryan, and Ryan Lewis don't forget Ryan oh, oh, Lewis. I'm sorry sorry Carl Middleman uh, executive producer extraordinaire you're crazy Yes. Uh, we do have a reason for this song. Uh, this is Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. And when our options are limited of where we can go for a walk with the family. I mean, you got, uh, you know, parks and things like that. But if you like going junkin', 
Listen up. Krista Overstreet is the executive director at the Eureka Chamber of Commerce. And uh, Krista, welcome to Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. She's a pistol-packing mama, by the way. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so this is kind of shocking because of the weather that we recently had uh, this week. Uh, We are about a week away from... Uh, the big flea market at Six Flags. I cannot believe it. But you know what? It seems like every year the weather kind of works out. It's either really windy. I've never seen a rainy one. But how long has this big flea market for the Eureka Chamber been going on? This is the 15th annual. Uh, I think that they only had one time that they actually had, um, they actually, you know, it's, it's rain or shine. So we they uh, dealt with it with the snow. Uh, maybe a couple times with rain, but we have been so lucky um, the past several years, and um, I think this week next coming up is uh, we're looking at 50s, I believe. Uh, hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. And, you know, the reason I wanted to have you on to talk about this is because usually um, I, I always find out about it like, uh, you know, the middle of the day on the day that it's happening. It's like, oh, babe, we got to go. And we run out there and we always have a great time. Uh, give us an idea because flea markets are kind of, I mean, they're kind of going away as a thing of the past. Uh, kind of. I mean, Peebley's gone. The Barnhart Flea Mart's gone. I think they may do one in Wentzville once in a while, but uh, we've got a big one. It's a standard once-a-year event on the parking lot of Six Flags of uh, Eureka. Uh, tell me how many vendors you have lined up for this one. So we have over 540. Or about, we, yeah, it's over 500. We have about <laughs> just about 540 um, we are just about sold out. We have maybe 30 more spots in the swap area. Wow. Um, it's separated. So we have a swap area that sells uh, automotive, um, lawnmowers. Um, they actually uh, sell automobiles. And then the, the, bigger, the bigger area, um, you know, we, it, it's consumed of all garage sale from, you know, kids' clothing, clothing to toys to... Um, oh, it's everything. You know, it's everything. I mean, you name it, your your treasures on that parking lot. I'm telling you. And and now let's let's talk about the automotive section because I think that's on the like the east part of the parking lot, at least as has, has in the past. Um, they, they sell motorcycles, ATVs, parts, all kinds of stuff, right? Right. Yep. And are yep. these vendors from all over the region, or are they just all right here in St. Louis? Oh no, we have people come from Louisiana, uh, Tennessee, Illinois. I mean, it's it's they come from. They look forward to this is their livelihood. So I mean, this is one of this is a a a, a big um, event for them to um, you know to come to and. It's a great it's a great time to get out and walk. It really is. And my wife and I love coming out there. And she always tells because we have a car and we have a truck. And she's like, let's bring the truck just in case. Because um, there's people selling furniture. Um, you have the people that that are selling like dollar store stuff, like soaps and you know uh, you know cleaning utility, uh, you know all these different uh, things for the house. Um, and those are probably the vendors you're talking about. But there's also local people that are just trying to clean out their house, right? Yeah, and I mean, there's people that have, you know, they, they handcraft their, um, you know, their items and everything too that they're selling and stuff. I mean, it's, it's from from one vendor spot to the next. I mean, it's just it's completely different. It so. is. It is clothing, uh, homemade clothing, jewelry, uh, furniture, restoration stuff. Uh, there's local been honey. Say it again. Local honey. I mean, oh. you know, they, we have local honey that's being sold, and it's you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> every 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 uh, box is checked as far as uh, uh, ideas of you know what people want. It, it is amazing. It truly is. And how did how did you guys ever come up with this to to work with Six Flags? Of course, Six Flags is closed at this time of the year. That's why it's in the parking lot. But how did that partnership start? That I don't. You know, so I've only been here for three years, so I'm not really sure about the the history of of that and everything. Um, I just believe that it's just the relationship between the Eureka Chamber of Commerce, the City of Eureka, and and Six Flags, and and like you said, with them being closed and everything, we're able to utilize the space. So that's huge. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and it just it honestly just brings you know revenue to the city. Um, it, it's great for the community. You know, it's it's every everybody you know benefits off of it. Well, so. and l- let's talk about that because the vendors obviously are making money when they sell. How does the chamber uh, make money for this, and what does that money go for? Well, the money goes back, what we make, what the chamber makes, the money goes back into the community to help um, the community and the local businesses. Um, and then also we put it towards our um, scholarships. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. And, and so you sell the spots, right, that the people sell. Uh, right. Do you guys also get a percentage of that just to, you know, know how the sausage is made? Do you guys get a percentage of what their sales are or not necessarily? No, no, no. Uh, no. That just, hey, I, talk to me. I'll be the bookkeeper. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not nice. Um, so we always we always start when my wife and I get there and we park. We always start up near the gates, uh, the entrance gates to Six Flags. Then we kind of work our way down the hill, you know, line by line by line. And again, bicycles and you know, furniture as I mentioned. There's just everything out there to go through. Um, but my favorite part is the food truck line. Uh, so tell because people like to eat when they're out walking around, like at a county fair, but at this flea market, you guys have one area that's like all these different food vendors. Tell us who you've got coming for that. Uh, we have several uh, returning um, vendors that come and everything. Jeff Fitter um, from Super Smokers is actually one of them. Wonderful. Um, Roland, yeah, Roland Smokes. Um, we have several kettle corn. Uh, we only have two kettle corn. We try to keep it down to... You know where uh, you know there's two kettle corns. We don't we don't want to <laughs> over overdo the same type of item. But they um, they kettle have corn any, wars. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they have we have anything from they they sell anything from you know ballpark uh, hot dogs, um, uh, funnel cakes, uh, and uh, kettle corn all the way up to like orient, oriental item uh, food items, barbecue, oh, nice. um, blooming onion. I mean, it's it's all kind the turkey legs. I mean, it's everything that you could probably think of that you would probably want to, uh, you know, just test. Absolutely, absolutely. Any fry, you know, like Iowa, uh, uh, Iowa State Fair, is so famous, and Minnesota State Fair, is so famous for like the fried stuff. Do you have like the fried Twinkie guy or the fried uh, Oreo guy? You know what? I think we actually do. <laughs> I think that is one. Of, that, is, that, that is one of our vendors. A few of the items that they kind of like rattled off at everything when they call in. We only take eighteen vendors, um, but uh, their supply of food is, is their menu is is rather large um, as far as the variety. Oh, so. I love you know, and and that's where usually uh, the, now there's one book vendor that comes every year, and my wife loves to spend time there because she collects books. I mean, she just is on the hunt for these certain books. And uh, so when I, when I know she's safely and happily in the book area, that's when I usually run to the food line and uh, and jump in and get me a funny cake or something like that. Um, well, I, I've got a plan. I've been doing this for a long time as it's been going on. I'm excited for you guys, and I really hope that the weather next weekend works out. But, you know, people, like I said at the beginning of this, people are always looking for 
uh, you know, places to go, just to go for a walk. I say load the kids up in the stroller if you need or, you know, get the leash on their wrist and, and let's just get outside and enjoy it. Plus, it's a nice little drive out to Eureka. Uh, and you can kind of go and see. I always like going there at this time of the year at Six Flags because you can kind of see what they're working on as well. And by the way, by the way, uh, at the record at the date of this recording of this show, I just realized that uh, the Screaming Eagle yes opened up in 1976. Yeah, part of the, the bicentennial. bicentennial. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and and so I, I saw that, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to mention that because we're talking Eureka. Um, so anyway, love the town of Eureka. It's an island of its own. Christy, you do a great job leading that uh, the business uh, members out there in the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, I'm excited for that event. Uh, now, uh, Krista's also part of the Big Dogs Poker Bash. She has been helping with the building of that event, and uh, we talked at our last Big Dogs Poker Bash meeting about possibly selling our raffle tickets for the Sig Sauer uh, 9mm, because this is Second Amendment Radio, and the Springfield Armory 9mm. Do we have officially somebody that's going to be selling those raffle tickets out there? I did never, we never got like a, a, a final if, if someone was going to be able to um, to be able to do that or not, but um, that I, I can't answer that. Well, I have two stacks of tickets I need to sell, so maybe I'm going to be selling them in the food line when I'm getting my funny cake. <laughs> yeah, right, right. All right, uh, so let's uh, talk real quick about hours and the date. We didn't mention the date, did we? Uh, I thought we did. March 5th, yeah, we the vendors will come in about 5 a.m., um, they're actually camping out sometimes till from from ten o'clock in the evening uh, in the line at Six Flags, waiting to get through the gate and everything. But uh, we let them in at five. Um, they set up and we open the gates up for uh, the shoppers at seven. It runs from seven to three. Okay, you don't have an early bird special. Uh, that, we do not. Okay, okay, okay. I was just checking. You know, people junk in there. They're professionals. They want to know this stuff. Um, there are a few. There's a few restrictions as far as uh, um, what they won't find is, um, you know, no. No, no animals, guns, ammo, knives, CBD, or or any hemp-related products will be sold. Okay, but so. but my raffle tickets for uh, my fundraiser is okay. I believe so. It's just paper. That's right. <laughs> okay. All right. Krista Overstreet, Executive Director at the Eureka Chamber of Commerce. Just another way to get in the great outdoors. Thanks for joining us on Second Amendment Radio. Okay. One more thing. Uh, Ten dollars per car. Oh, oh, yeah. You got to. Well, yeah. you got to do that, and that yeah. money, uh, that money goes to. Yeah, no, I'm glad you mentioned that. It's ten dollars per right. car, but you can load forty people up in your Volkswagen Bug. That's fine. Uh, that's right. Ten dollars a car. That money also goes directly to the chamber, correct? Right. And that's right. just another way for you to uh, make this huge flea market event, fifteenth annual Six Flags Eureka. And uh, Krista, I will see you out there, if not before. Okay. That sounds good, Bo. Thank you so much. Awesome. She's a great gal right. and you. works hard. Right. She's. <laughs> She's running me hard. Uh, okay, so there it is. Second Amendment Radio with the Great Outdoors. And Mark Cox will return to the show next week because, of course, he was at CPAC and he's a little bit busy. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. Please share this uh, podcast if you find it on Odyssey. Do that. Share that with friends that are like-minded. And maybe I'll see you out at that uh, 15th annual flea market at Six Flags. Have a great rest of your weekend. See you, boys. Is that your grandma's coat? Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.